fading, like five fade. p.m. No, so, I fade. I fade. Don't get me yeah. wrong, nigga. Like if I don't take a nap, it's an issue. Like I I'm have already to like old. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Doing? Like I feel like we not really old, but but that like the body getting older. Like I had this. I had to start making myself like work out for real hard and shit. Like at least three, four times a week, like stay consistent with it. Cause that's the, like, I notice if I don't nigga, that's when my knees get to hurt. And that's when a nigga get up and I'm like, ah, nah, I can't deal with it. Like, we like, <laughs> that shit crazy. Listen to this old man conversation. Right. I just, right. I, I wake up and ah. <laughs> right. That's how it is for like niggas sometimes. Yeah. Like, you just open your eyes. It's feeling like you in a vice grip. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, right. Bro. Fuck, I don't, don't want to be that old ass nigga like that, man. Yeah, brother. Um, excuse me. Is is anyone sitting here? No, not at all. Thank you, thank you. <clears throat> excuse me, are you okay? I don't mean to be forward, but I do read frustration all over your face. I mean, is is it that evident? I mean. You, you know what? I'm just I'm just trying to get home. It's been a long business trip. I'm just trying to get to my recliner, play my PlayStation, <laughs> and gamble. That's it. I just want to get home. I just really want to get home. Okay. So where's home? And where was the trip? I, I know you. Now I'm just joking. You ask a lot of questions, though, don't you? Hey, I'm a curious person. Guess that's why I'm a photographer. And I was just being nice. <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> nice you are. But um, a photographer, you say? Yes, a photographer, I said. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm a travel for, for, travel photographer for Eamsway Magazine. I've always wanted to go to Thailand, and my company is sponsoring a sightseeing tour in Phuket with a photogenic session, and I got the job. If you ask me, though, it's because my boss's homegirl really likes me. But uh, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> now I've told you about me, it's your turn. So where's home and where was your trip? Eames, why you say, huh? That's um, that's interesting. Nah, me, me and some of the people at Eames, we kind of we kind of go back. But that's that's neither here nor there. Um, the trip was for business in California. I don't know if you are uh, familiar with presidential candidate Baylor. But I'm on his uh, campaign team, so we had to iron some things out, certain things we need to sit down and talk about. Um, home is actually Detroit, though, but I'm, I'm looking at Tennessee. There are uh, certain things that originate there that have recently caught my eye. Wow, that's what's up. What's caught your eye, though? I mean, if I have to be honest, I'm a huge bourbon drinker, and it's the home of bourbon. Dark okay. alcohol always goes well with conversation, especially conversation about home. And that University of Tennessee keychain... It says a lot. <laughs> hmm. You have a good eye. So, since you have some time, would you like to get a drink? Uh, I'd love that. I, I think Liquid liquid Provisions is down at gate 17. You down? Lead the way, sir. Welcome to Penrose versus Anybody, a show that is meant to feed your thoughts, encourage your conversation, and give floor to your unapologetic opinion. My name is Penrose Eames, which would be the Penrose in the title, and you, dear listener, are the anybody. Come talk with me, laugh with me, cry with me, yell at me if you need to, but most of all, let's learn together. Three useless facts that you would never need to know. 
Playing dance music can help ward off mosquitoes. The King of Hearts is the only king in a deck of cards without a mustache. And did you know a Greek Canadian man invented the Hawaiian pizza? Three useless facts you'll never need to know. Welcome to another episode of Penrose versus Anybody. As I told y'all, I'm back with the show. It feels good to be back in my chair. And I promise you that the first 10 episodes I do, you're always going to get somebody special in those first 10 episodes. So, um, originally we opened this, we opened the season up with Baylor to the Baylor the Great. I don't know why I always want to call that man Baylor to the Great. Anyway, <laughs> we opened up the show with Pat Gang affiliate Baylor the Great. Shout out to Baylor. The next episode with the nigga who got me into podcasting. Shout out to my nigga Stabo. We had a follow up episode with one of my dearest friends in the world. Shout out to Hype Williams. And now niggas, listen. If you've been fucking with me. As soon as you hear this, hold on, wait, 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 wait. We ain't got it. We ain't got it right. We ain't got it. As soon as you hear this, you should already know who coming on the motherfucking mic. Yo, I want you niggas to give a warm round of applause. A warm motherfucker. I don't give a fuck if, what Jay say? I don't give a fuck if it's winter. Roll your windows down. Give it up for my nigga, my compadre, the nigga who showed up at the window with the goddamn mixer in his hand, I think. that No, nah, that was your laptop and Stabs mixer. Somebody's. I don't know. Original Grime Lord himself, my nigga Russ Fates. What's up, my G? Man. <laughs> Fuck, man. After all of that intro, man, I don't, I'm glad you didn't throw it to me. Like, like, for me to say something in that moment, that just would have been wide open, just airballing the layup, bro. I ain't got nothing. I wouldn't have had anything. It was such a very well done intro, man. I appreciate that. Uh, that was more than I deserved, truthfully. Uh, what's going on with me? Nothing. <laughs> Staying in the house. That was, it was that's about it. No doubt, no doubt, man. It's been a minute since you've been on the mic, man. It's like it has, sir. It has. I be trying to tell niggas. I tell a stab, like not not to toot toot our horn, but we was low key rock stars out here. Shit. Uh, <laughs> no, man. It was a good time. <laughs> it, was it was a, a good time. time. We had a good time back in them days, man. Shout out to everybody that's listening. Shout out to everybody yeah. that that remembers those Grime Lord days. I always say shout out to VJ because VJ was the one that was like, yo, these Cleveland niggas talking about y'all. Shout out. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> shout out VJ. I remember VJ. Shout out VJ. Yo, like. I don't know, man. Podcasting is taking taking me into such a, a a beautiful realm when it comes to meeting new people and doing different shit. So I would be remiss if I didn't show show my appreciation because without y'all, without you niggas, I never knew what the fuck. Man, think I ain't never edit. I wasn't doing none of the edits. All I provided was a voice and a place to do that shit. At. Y'all niggas did everything else. Like so, it was just to 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 continue to still doing it even on on such a small level. I feel like. I still, how can I say? To do, like, I can take this to be something big as fuck. And if it do turn into something big as fuck, you niggas definitely got to come with me because I would never be anywhere if it wasn't for you. So, like, real shit, man. Like, if y'all know what the ground laws was, y'all know how important that shit is to a nigga. Like, for all of y'all that's listening through the ups, the downs, the ins and outs, the public shit y'all saw, the private shit y'all don't know. Like, ground laws, nigga, that shit was something. <laughs> Man, that shit sound like behind the music niggas was doing cocaine <laughs> no gambled all my money away right on bitches po- and blow just po- ruined my life <laughs> podcasting where are they now <laughs> you know 
<laughs> went to rehab a couple of times, nasty heroin addiction. No, bro, I, you know what, though? I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm glad to see you still doing it. And because you got the gift of gab like that, like you should be the person that, of anybody that like I can think of that like should have a podcast, like you are that person. So oh, you, uh, I'm glad to see you still doing it. And of course, let it also, I want to say that to, to preface this next statement, which is uh, I'm, I'm, I hope that you do make it. I hope that you do succeed and make it to the very top because I am very happy being a 13th man on the bench. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't ever have to dress up for the game. Never. <laughs> Show it to that bitch in street clothes, but I'm on the team. So, no, nah, I'm talking shit, bro. But, uh, man, shit. I, I would be, like I said, man, like this shit right here is, is, is such a. I, I get to see so much different shit with different people. People who still doing it, like I'm doing it, people that's taking it to the next level, people that's kind of in the middle, people that's below me, whatever. I get to see it all because I just yeah, keep going. Sure. But, like I said, man, like, I always think about that shit. Like I said, without without you niggas, I wouldn't even know. I ain't had shit. I ain't had a mic. So I ain't had a computer. I ain't had nothing. I wouldn't know what the fuck to do with none of this shit. I ain't know how to put. Think about it, nigga. You was doing order graphics. Niggas didn't even know how to upload shit to the computer and get. Like I wouldn't know shit without you niggas. So any motherfucker, way, man. Before a nigga get to crying on the microphone and shit. Oh shit. Got <laughs> a thug here, you know. You know what I'm saying? Um, not only is Russ face. Um, part of you know the original grime lords and you know what i mean just part of my motherfucking like podcasting history and career but before we get into the show i'd be remiss if i didn't also say shout out to the powder donut gang uh russ you know is part of an elite group <laughs> you know it you know it. <laughs> shout out to light skin shout out the young cook on the track shout out to that nigga reed um shout out to aisha i guess <laughs> <laughs> it's early in the morning for this shit. <laughs> take that, take that. Say no. Nah, shout out to the pot. <laughs> shout out to the Potter Donut gang, man. Like this, this is my group of friends back home. Every time we get together, somebody has to bring a Potter Donut, a bag of Potter Donut. Shout out to BJ too. Um, shout out to the whole squad. That nigga, everybody. that nigga. I still feel like the. You remember that time we was at Tasha House and that nigga brought all them snacks and them chips was on yeah, the top of the fridge yeah, for like yeah. six months. I mean, that I don't know, man. Like hundred bags of chips. Anyway, yeah, yeah, like the big family bag too, though. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we used to have some good times, man. Shout out to Reed, What's man. Shout, just shout out to the crew. Shout out to the crew. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm one of those people that doesn't feel like the whole phase is a simple phase that has to do with sex. I feel like there's a range sometimes in age where it might spike. But I also don't think that the whole phase is associated strictly to age. So I wanted to um, sit down and have a conversation with the whole phase or about the whole phase with the whole phase, about the whole phase. It does not exist. Right, whoa. (laughs) Hey, clean that up. All right. Clean that up. Say, edit that up. Let me talk to the whole phase. Right. Whoa. <laughs> now you can leave it in. Fuck it, man. Leave it in. Nah, I'm just talking shit. I'm just talking shit. I, so no one told. <laughs> I gotta I got some questions I'm gonna ask. We're gonna get into some conversations. And I just want to get your perspective on the whole phase. For sure. Alright. <clears throat> I'll allow you to start. For sure. No, I'm just asking you some questions. I'm gonna see how you okay. feel. Okay. All right, all right. And you well 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 in your own words. 
define the whole face? Uh, we fucking everybody. That's, uh, I think, I think that's pretty much it. Like, I think, now I get what you're saying in the sense that you can whore yourself out. No, I mean, just ways. Right, just give it enough Like, when you say whole phase to me is, I don't know, man, three o'clock in the morning, late night runs. Uh, I think, but it depends though. Like sometimes that, (laughs) I mean, you know, sometimes you got to make that move. I think, uh, I mean, but I just whole immediately thing. saw myself running in the CVS, though. Like, I just did a commercial yeah. in my head where it was, like, running in the store. And then I had to remember you was talking about fucking bitches. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, that, so it's funny that you you bring up CVS. I guess this is a somewhat related story to the, the conversation. Back when I was in my whole phase, uh, one night I had a, a young lady over and I didn't have the proper protection. So I had to run up to a CVS. Uh, it was like two, maybe three o'clock in the morning. Went inside and bought what I need to buy. I came back out to see that I left my door wide open with my keys still in the ignition. <laughs> so the whole phase, I say that to say. Oh, wow. Phase, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it was, no, man, I had to, <laughs> things had to go down. But <laughs> the whole phase is, I think, I think what every young person should go through. For sure. I think that. I think the whole phase is something I, this is going to sound fucked up and I guess it's just going to have to, but before you turn, <sighs> see, these kids are so ambitious now, man. They're doing so much at a young age. Right. So let me, let me skew a little bit lower. I think sometimes we grade them on too hard of a curve. <laughs> let me skew a little lower. <laughs> you know, these kids, they fucking millionaires at 17. What am I telling them? Um, but I think before, realistically, I think no sooner than, like, 25, you should be hoeing. Like, all up through, like, your early 20s. Just hoe it up real quick, for real. Get it over with. Oh, why not? Because what people don't realize is that you have your entire life to be married. You got your whole life. And see, when when you get married, you got, like, that that hoeing phase, it's not... The older you get, the worse of a look it is. Big facts. So big you know, facts, yo. And it's and it's also I'm more a, expensive. I'm gonna piggyback you in a second. Pause. Pause. <laughs> it uh was a good pause. Thank you, sir. Go on. Go on. But I think that uh, but I think that when you're young, yeah, go on and go on and hold up a little bit because it's okay. You know, it's 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 irresponsible fun. Right. I was going to say thirty, but these kids, man, they don't. That's not what they doing, but I think that. Uh, but I think sometimes the whole phase, depending on the person, comes from a place of hurt. You got your little feelings hurt, so you're gonna hold up to fill that void, which you know, yeah. good luck, I guess. I don't okay. know. But I mean, what's what's funny is is the fact that you bring up the older you are, the worse it looks. I remember um, being like. In my early 20s, and I had a homegirl that I went to cast with. <clears throat> I've been my homegirl my whole life. Like, that's my dog. And I just remember, like, she come pick me up, or I go pick her up. We ride to whatever spot. Everybody there. Everybody there. But Young would be off in the cut, chilling, not really mingling, always on the phone trying to find her boyfriend. She was trying to be wifey at, like, 
24. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so yeah. while we while while we all out there running around like you chasing this nigga, you end up marrying the nigga, but you never got your whole face out the way. You never allowed yourself to just be free. Oh. So now when we 34, 35, 36 years old, you just experiencing threesomes and you experiencing threesomes with people who ain't your husband. You now out getting numbers. You now out, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you're right. It looked worse because now you have children. Now you've established somewhat of a career. Now you have a home. And all of this is falling apart because your sexual desires is now not being fulfilled by this nigga. You have no way to figure out how to take care of it. So you're going to do all of the shit that you should have got out your way in your 20s. Yep. You know what? Hoen really, like when I really think about it, even listening to you describing the situation, Hoen is professional sports. It is. You are you are at your your top prospect, probably. <laughs> no, you, school, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's all pro American, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> That's you. And then your, your skills the, is on point. <laughs> you know, you got you got people looking to scout. Right. You know, yeah, and then you. look. Look, you got you got some who whose skills is on point, some who can develop, some we know just <laughs> <laughs> some who look like they got a lot of promise and turn out to be busts. You know what I'm saying? Sam Bowie's out here. It's a lot of niggas been first round bust around here, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> hey. <laughs> and then sit. The more games you play, <laughs> the more that league take that toll on your body. By the time your ass in your thirties, bro, you need to be Need to be on the TNT Sports desk talking about the league. <laughs> like, <laughs> looking for no an assistant for you, right? You're an assistant coach at least. Like shit, yeah. You, you want to be, be that, on the desk, right? You want to be that close to the game. You at least got to be coaching some niggas. You can't be out here hoeing no more. <laughs> yeah, you and Kenny and Chuck and y'all niggas talk about it over there. You can't be in the game no more. It ain't going down no more for you, kind sir. <laughs> Yeah, or, or kind lady, or kind lady, or kind lady. Real shit. We and you, you want to know what's funny, man? It's for all of y'all that's listening. That um, <clears throat> I don't think any nigga. I know it, most dudes I run with have high respect for women, extreme respect for women. Don't beat women. Don't really cuss their old lady out. None of that shit. But also the niggas I run with are smart enough to know, and I'm speaking to you niggas who are sitting right now next to the queen of your life, and you love her, and for some odd reason, in your head, she ain't never been slutted out by nobody but you. Women hoe just as much as we do. We have to take this negative uh, connotation on the word hoe. Just like you niggas gotta fuck, 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 and get all that shit out your system, you don't think her pussy's just as hot. I always I always make this correlation. So before I met, uh, well, when I met Russ Face and his wife and Light Skin and Aisha, there was a, um, a story that was told, you know what I mean? We was just all telling stories and shit. And there was a story that was told about something that happened with a young lady in somebody's bathroom with a whole bunch of dudes. This young lady went on with her life and got married, but she might even been married at that time. Point being is this. One of you right now just put the biggest rock on the finger of a bitch who tossed it up with 10 niggas. And it's okay because you don't know it and you love her and you got to move on. on, I brought all all of that up to say. What's up? Wait, 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 wait. 
can't say that, man. We living in, in plague times. People got to stay next to that person <laughs> all fucking day. Hey. Sowing seeds of sowing seeds of doubting people. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not to trying to give these niggas hope. <laughs> I'm not trying to put seeds of doubts to nobody. But if if a nigga is supposed to feel like his old lady should be comfortable with his past, he got to just. I'm not saying talk about your past. I don't want to know the amount of niggas my old lady fuck. I don't want to know her past sexual experiences for what you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying I'm not about to sit up here and be like, you know, oh, you did this, you did that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not about to, you know what I mean? We can talk about certain shit, but I'm not that nigga that's like, how many niggas you done fucked? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not that guy. You know what I mean? I got you. My dick the biggest dick you ever seen. Like, it's still 30-year-old niggas, 35-year-old niggas, 40-year-old niggas asking these dumbass questions. You know what I mean? So like. And you cannot ask questions that you don't really want to know. To answer. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly. So don't ask the dumb ass questions. What if she's like? What if she's like? No, like not even close. And then exactly. what do you say? What, what do, do you do, do after that? What do you do? Now you feel inadequate. Now every time you're trying to smash, mm-hmm. you don't know if you're doing a good job or not. See, niggas you're gonna do cry. Shit. You're gonna cry. That's what's it, gonna happen. You're gonna cry. And not even in the car. You're gonna be that nigga that was sitting on the side of the bed and then had a plane ticket to get back home. You're gonna be crying like that nigga or on Twitter. You're gonna cry like you're gonna cry like uh you're gonna cry like the homie and uh paid in full sitting in the car. Like old money <laughs> Niggas is dead out here, B. I'm telling you, hey, I'm telling you. Yeah, hey, I seen, real murder shit, hey. I seen a nigga do a parody of that and he was like uh any I'm telling you, hey, any nigga cough near me, any mm-hmm. nigga sneeze near me. <laughs> Any nigga even look like he wanna drink a Corona beer. <laughs> he kidding me. <laughs> Niggas was wild. <laughs> yeah, bro. No, but 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 you're not you're not wrong though. I don't think that there's <clears throat> I think that realistically we gotta start putting this kind of Oh boy, how do I say this? Okay, so I think that we have to stop living through the ideal of what a woman is. Uh-huh. A woman is a human. A woman is a human being. Exactly. So, just like you want to fuck, I'm sure she wants to fuck also. And typically, that's how two people end up fucking each other. That's how that happens. Right. So, I mean, but at the same time, too, you are correct. I don't want to hear about that time. You know, <laughs> ever right. about exactly. anything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what you I'm can't saying. Ever. And I'm not saying that to downgrade that woman. I mean, if you took 10 dicks to the face, that's on you. That has nothing to do with me because, <laughs> like, that's just your sexual preference. That's what you decided to do at the time. But who's not to say she's not a great fucking mother? She's not a great wife. She's not, you know, career-driven, whatever the fuck the case may be. I think we we, we look at men and we say men are supposed to sow their oats, but we don't want to. Your wife, listen, and I ain't saying you personally i'm talking to you niggas out here that's listening your wife knows how to ride your dick that good that first time when she lied to you and told you that she never did that shit before because she's done it like 10 times like stop being stupid (laughs) just yeah anyway moving on um we're gonna go through a list of questions like i said it's all all of these is about the whole face i'm glad that this conversation actually started off very well what's your favorite cartoon oh shit uh transformers but can you be a whore without it being sexual? And if so, has this ever happened to you? Huh? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> What's your favorite cartoon? Transformers. <laughs> I'm thinking the follow-up question is about to be, is Optimus Prime a whore? To which I'm like, probably. For the, for the Autobot cause, I would say so. 
But you then would, that shit really went. <laughs> <laughs> no, but think, I got you. I got you. You would think Optimus Prime would be a whore, though? I mean, for the for the for the Autobots, yeah, he honing himself out for them for sure. In a non-sexual you. way, exactly. So that's yeah, what I'm, for the for the team for, for the, the team. team. So so that's what leads us into question two. Then that was a great segue. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad I, I pieced those two things together. <laughs> hey, you did very well. <laughs> Can one no, be whore without it being sexual? And if so, has this ever happened to you? Uh, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I laugh because I think that what well, the answer is yes. Has it ever happened to me is the part that I laughed at because this is probably not the, okay, so I'm thinking about me as a younger man. Let's preface this with that. Okay. There was a, there was a time that I was, uh, I had an interaction with a young lady myself and, and and a lot of people and she was uh <laughs> well, well, hold, well hold on hold on <laughs> don't start laughing man you make emphasis on the wrong part of the story don't start laughing uh <laughs> you wouldn't know what's so fucked up about this whole story <laughs> what i know this was i know this was dreadlock <laughs> yeah. yeah this this might have been this, this might have been back this then was savage Dion. <laughs> this was this was back in those days maybe yeah Okay. Uh, and so this young lady, though, she was a, uh, she was a flirt. We'll say that she was a really big flirt and uh-huh. she would flirt, she would flirt with everybody and everybody like to the point where everybody kind of thought that they had a chance to make that happen. And perhaps they didn't. And uh, by everybody, I'm talking about me. It's okay. just me. It was, you know, it, I don't know that there were others. Right. But, uh, but uh, so um, back then, uh, you know, you think you're going to get it. You don't. You're playing games. Ah, man, you being a cocktease, you being a whore. You're just out here just on some stupid shit. Like, so young Dion probably said that shit as an insult to this situation because he was upset that it wasn't going down. Okay. But I think that can you be a whore and it's not sexual because it wasn't necessarily sexual per se in that situation. Maybe it was more of a no, it was completely sexual. Wait a minute. No, it was all sexual. I take all of that back. It was completely sexual. Well, okay. Can you see a whore in a non-sexual way? Yes. Has it happened to me? It's happening to me right now. I feel like I whore myself out for my job. Does that count? You talking about something like that? Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Do in in the sense of, but in the sense of like in 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 the natural whole phase, it's a exciting time, or or it could be a, a, a trench of drudgery for for some people. I guess it could be. So yeah, I guess you could equate it to your job. That's what I'm saying. We do things for people that go far and, and beyond because we. Because in the whole phase, a lot of times we we fucking because we're holding on to what's driving us at that moment. We're holding on to that feeling. Until that feeling goes away, you don't want to stop doing what you're doing. So it's the same thing. Even though I think hoeing out for our job sometimes, sometimes it's good, depending on what your job is. And then other times it's yeah. like, ah. It's good point? unless your job is actually being a whore. Then, you know. It's kind of yeah, like creating like a paradox. It's like a circle almost. <laughs> you're probably you're probably working overtime, like okay, in all in all senses of the word. 
Yeah, do I? I think that you can be. I think okay, all right. So yeah, I do think that I'm. I in in the in the broader sense, I think that I hold myself out for my job in the sense that I am. Don't get me wrong. Let's preface all of this shit. But with, I love my job. I love that I'm still gainfully employed. I love that I still have the opportunity to work in these times. So I'm definitely not saying anything like that. Let's be clear. But. I think that uh, you know, you got to clean that shit up. You never mm. know who listens to this stuff, man. <laughs> for sure, for sure. You know, you know. But uh, you know, get that get that letter from HR. I got fired at home. How did this shit even happen? <laughs> just, you did, you didn't know that the CEO was a fan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just turn the computer off. Just like, don't uh, even do nothing. You already at the crib. You don't even get to drive home and think about this shit on the way home. <laughs> You don't even but, uh, get, you don't even get a chance to get your speech ready to tell the old lady. You just right. <laughs> I gotta figure that shit out before I get in the next room. <laughs> before you close that laptop, she already on the couch right. next to you. <laughs> what happened? Nothing. Nothing. To me. <laughs> getting up every day for months at four o'clock, just getting on the computer. <laughs> no, it's still fine. Everything's fine. I ain't seen a paycheck in February. No, but uh, <laughs> but what I'll say though, what I will say about my job though is that my job is not. At some point, I was, uh, I was doing the drawing thing, and I'm like, yeah, this is kind of what I want to pursue. And then one day, I, I sat down, and I feel like I had a realistic conversation with myself to say, like, okay, well, shit, you know, you got, you know, we, my wife and I weren't married yet. And so it's, you know, you're about to take over a family and, and, you know, you guys are trying to do things and all of this kind of stuff and you got to kind of grow up and, and maybe it's time to let the art stuff go and just step into the real world, get a real world job and, and just do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so that's in a roundabout way, what I feel like I did. And, and I, I'm appreciative of what I do, but I know that it, it never felt like it was the thing that I like was passionate about. It was a means to an end versus, oh yeah, this is what I want to do as a career and all of these kinds of things. Yeah. And so and 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 again, I'm still there and it's, I'm still gonna be there. They're gonna have to take me out kicking and screaming. Right. But at the same time too, I didn't go with what was my passion for whether it be for a practical reason or what have you. And so horn myself out in, in that sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. That I had to <laughs> that was a really okay. good answer. <laughs> okay. That was a really so, good answer actually. You uh I think Yeah, you feeling like you was talking like you was Will Smith in Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not like that. We mean homeless and nothing out here. Oh no, know. I know, I know, I know, I know. But you know, it's. I think that people. I think people have to do that every day, though. I think that people. I and it's, it's hauling yourself out to your circumstances to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I think you can't. A lot of people probably aren't living how they want to live. True. Very whether true. that be whether that be not just financial. I think people always take it back to making money. But I think there are a lot of people who just flat out aren't doing what they want to do right now. Whether it be your job, whether it be. I mean, of course, nobody's doing what they want to do right now. But I think in the <laughs> right quarantine radio, right. shout out to Tory <laughs> Back in the old world, in the old times, back right. before the plague right. set in, right? I think I think people 
maybe generally weren't doing things that they wanted to do. And it's, it's funny because I thought about this this morning when for, for people that are a little bit older who will probably remember this, when the, uh, when the recession hit and people were losing their jobs, there were all these things popping up, all these programs, all these things to try to get people to take classes and, and learn and, and get degrees and, and pick up trades and all of this stuff. I remember because I lost my job. I didn't have a job. Right. And so I remember they had all these programs. And in that time, it was like, yeah, learn something so that when the world comes back, you'll be in a different place than where you were when it went under. Right. And I saw something that, like, since time is repeating itself all over again with this shit, but really to a much worse scale, it's the same situation. It's like now is the time, if you can, to try to learn something, try to in, invest in something so that when everything comes back, you can actually do, maybe even be in a better position to do what you want to do, if not just do what you want to do outright. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Really? So I think that there are a lot of people who have to do certain things or, or work a certain job or whatever because of whatever the circumstances are, kids, living, whatever. And so in that sense, you're you're whoring yourself out to the dollar because you have to. You you live in a capitalist society. You have to. Right. Right. You don't have a choice. Really? So I'm not shitting on anybody for that. I'm uh definitely uh hoeing at four in the morning premium hours, believe me. So <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, I'm not shitting on nobody, but you know, I think something like that is is probably not more I'm, what you're talking about. Yeah, it definitely is. Um so edit my first answer out completely. <laughs> edit all of that out. <laughs> Why? It's, it's good radio. It's good. It's good talk. It's good talk. It's like I'm going to answer the question with the complete opposite. Of with the complete opposite of what you're talking I about. You. I got you. Nah, man. I do. I do feel like as well that you can be. Um, you know, that non-sexual horn happens. It's just you know. Like When's it happen to you? When's it happen to you? I feel more in the sense of, especially like, I would say for family, for me, it's okay. more it's more of a for, for family thing because I think we all do it for work. We all do it for, um, you know, whatever reason, but not in the sense of how in the sense of how you you brought it, but not really. Like, okay, so. I'm a, I'm one of those niggas, and when I say this, listen, please don't take this the wrong way, because my old lady kind of cringe every time I say this. I'm one of the niggas oh, that always says that lying is a skill set. If you don't know how to lie, that's it's okay, but lying is a skill set. To be able to lie and have a straight face and be able to keep up with a lie years after years after years, that takes fucking skills. I bring up lying because for my family, I'll do anything. And I have definitely hoard myself out in ways in a sense of going above and beyond and maybe fabricating some things that put certain people in different positions because it was a threat to my family. What is the statue of limitations <laughs> on the shit that you're talking about? Do I need to hang up? <laughs> no, it wasn't was like that. Like I, mean, I told you the story. Remember, I was like, yo, I was young. I had messed with this chick. We was both young, same age. Yeah, please. And, and my father was uh, was new to this church, but he was trying to like get in, get in. And, okay. Um, 
the the girl went like and so now my father's in the lady who brought us to the church she liked my father or whatever but he don't you know what i mean he don't, he, don't, he ain't fucking with her that ain't his type it ain't his speed now he done met the the woman he's married to now my stepmother at this time he's meeting her so this lets you know how long they've been married because i was a teenager when all of this was happening and um at that time this the people who like head of the church dude called himself uh, uh, an apostle. So, you know, apostles, they say that the only preachers and us apostles have seen the face of God. So this nigga was, like, filling himself, right? So th- think about the, the the scope that comes with that type of... If anybody's ever lived in church or grew up in church, you know there's a tension when there's, like, eyes on you. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes from, like, the bishops and the this and the that and all the, all the fucking titles and shit. So I messed with this young lady. Um, she wants to now be my girlfriend. I'm like, nah. For one, we live in two different towns. If you're from Northern Virginia, you know the, the prospect of living in two different towns is highly fucking regular. Um, so I'm like, nah. Long story short, for some reason, she decides to go to the first lady and tell this shit. Um, I'm not going to tell the lie that I spun, but I spun a lie so good that it made her mother send her to a uh, to an institution. And we'll just leave that there. <laughs> so, yes, I have hoarded myself out in, in that sense. All right. Well, this has been Penrose versus anybody. <laughs> I am getting the fuck out of here. No, I'm talking shit. Nah, that, was, that was a little dark, but yeah. I mean, I just yeah. got I just kind of feel like for family, bro, like you're supposed to do anything. As long as it's not no, people shooting shell and no shit like that. Like you said, when you decide to like take over a family, when you decide to invest in somebody that you call your family, like you got to understand what the fuck that really means, just in my sense. So I kind of feel like pouring yourself out. Yeah, anybody, you know. So that that's my answer. I might edit that out too. I probably won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been in a non-sexual situation where non-sexual horn would benefit you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think that's uh just networking, talking to people. Okay. I'm not in a you may be in a situation where I'm not like here to fuck. I'm just here to like make connections and like, you know, meet people so that I can put myself in a better position. Right. Or, you know, or just even down to having it when you go somewhere with your old lady and you got to like talk to people and shit. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I think that that's a really good, both of those are really good things to bring up because I think sometimes when, when men have to be on her arm, when she's the center of attention, when it's her business, when it's her function, when it's, and you have to be the mingler. I think men, we sometimes yeah, freeze up because we don't mingle. You know what I'm saying? If most yeah. of the time when you try to mingle, you'll go find a group of men that either you know some or you see they came with their wives and you figure it out that way. When you have to be on her arm, it's a whole different ballgame. It's like you know what I think is yeah, you know what I think is funny about that is that a man would rather I would rather you see me not talking to people and then want to have the argument with me. I'd rather talk to you. And argue with you in the car than talk to the people in this room. <laughs> like most guys, it's always that guy that's just looking at his phone, checking ESPN. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing here? Yep. What am I doing here? Yeah. You know, and 
and you already know and she's you see her talking to somebody and you can you keep seeing her looking and you just know like yeah y'all gonna fight and cry about this shit on the way out but here's the thing you'll be all right with that because you get to talk to somebody so <laughs> here you go <laughs> i feel you i mean <clears throat> i would try i don't know i don't like having no nah, you but you, you make know, the me. effort. I'm I'm talking shit. You make the effort. Right. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But I feel you. It is that time though where you just like fuck this. It's like when uh on uh, Atlanta when um when they went to that uh remember they went to that German thing and she wanted to do Oh yeah, yeah. And that nigga was just like, Man, what the fuck? Like and they are you know what I mean? It's that's I feel you. Some niggas will just take that argument. All right. Have you yeah, ever no, I Oh no, go ahead. <clears throat> Have you ever been in a non-sexual situation where sexual horn would benefit you? <clears throat> Have you ever been in a situation <laughs> where you knew that if you gave it up, that it would take you to another level, but yet <laughs> you held restraint? <laughs> or did you hold restraint? <laughs> I like the uh I like that you threw in the sub question on that. You you left both options open. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Have I ever been in a non-sexual situation where, where it would have benefited me to whore myself out in that way? Yeah. Like in a sexual way? Uh, I mean, the, the, the benefit is the sex. So yeah, you, you start off when you meet somebody and then eventually you guys have sex. So yeah, meeting a woman. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You but, just mean it more so like in a situation like, oh, I, this is not sexual, but if I fucked them, I could get a car. I could get like this, that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I have not. I have not, sadly. I have uh it usually takes uh they get stuff from me too, is usually how that goes. That's not really the same situation. I know, I mean I I re- reciprocation is is not something that I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It, you could already be in the middle of a situation. It could already be an ongoing situation. And then it's like, it could be the small shit. I ain't even saying it's got to be big shit. It could be, I just pay these bills. I want these J's. <laughs> so tax time fucking is what you're saying. Tax time fucking. That type of shit. Or it, it, it's either tax time fucking, it's right before Christmas, you didn't you didn't get the old lady some extra extra good. It, it's you know what I mean it's it's all type of different situations. I ain't saying just yeah we trying to get this big ass car. We the young nigga hitting the old bitch. I feel where you coming from though, because <laughs> oh, so you talking almost more to a level level like if, if just at, if I, at any time to where it's 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 in a non sexual situation where it's just like cool. I don't have to do this. I can finesse it in a different way or just let it play out organically. But I know if I lay it down, this is going to amplify or get me to like, you know what I'm saying? If listen, if I I put it to you like this. If I take my time or I finesse it a different way, I'm going to be Mario jumping off the brick and catching the pole in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> but I give her this dick. We grab an all flag. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been there? No, but now that you've thrown in the Mario Brothers analogy, I would like to be because that shit sounded lit. No, I'm talking shit. I, I can't say that. I can't say that I have. 
I can't say that I've ever been in the situation. I don't know, man. I'm trying to think because it's such a it's such a broad question. I think I'm trying to think how I ever been in a situation where it didn't have to go down, but it did, and it was better. Uh, I'm gonna say maybe to that. Maybe I I was dealing with. I see. I don't know if I if that's the same thing. Okay, so I was dealing with when I was younger. Of course, I was dealing with a uh, dealing with a young lady, and we were more so friends with benefits. Okay. And uh, because you know I was putting in the work, I was able to. I was down a car, so I was able to. Uh, she was so kind as to lend me hers. Okay. Uh, would it have happened if I didn't put it down? I don't know. So maybe that's what we're talking about. No, it's definitely what we're talking about. I'm saying it happens in different times, but that's definitely yeah, okay. it's definitely the type of situation. Okay. I mean, okay, like, well, yeah. Even if even in the sense of whether you male or female, and you've had to do it to climb the financial ladder, and, and I mean the 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 ladder at work. Um, if you are male or female, and I mean, let's just be honest, like uh, me and Stabo was having a conversation and we were talking about side pieces in that seeing inside of the female species, I should say, since I can't just call y'all females. Um, that's a whole nother conversation. I'm just, I'm just poking the bear. Yeah, I'm just poking the bear right there. I'm making fun. Anyway, okay. uh, <clears throat> no, because my homegirl explained to me why women don't like to be called females. So I'm just poking fun. Anyway. Um, wait, 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 they don't? Yes, a lot of women that equate that to you calling them bitch. That you're that you're only that you're only uh, uh, specifying them by their gender, by their vagina. You're not respecting them as a whole woman. So what is bitch then? They call each other bitches all the time. What is a bitch? Then? Exactly. I tried to have a conversation. the 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 way she made me understand it was from well, from her understanding, the way she gave it, because I've heard many women give it to me, and I'm just like, yeah, this shit's stupid. But the way she said it was, <laughs> it, it really did make sense to me. She was like, you never hear women say a pack of males. She'll say even a pack of guys, a pack of men, even if we talk like that. She says, because you're never going to walk down the street and be like, hey, male, hey, male. So why would you equate me as hey, female? And I was like, oh, okay, I can get it then. So you don't just want to be based as your gender, I get it. You want to be recognized as who you are as an individual. I took it from that standpoint, but I get it. I, I I offer this point back to that though, and then we can move on real quick. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be able to say this is a pack of women. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. That it's like some women was taking like, it that way. Like Paco and this lady had a whole argument uh, about that shit when we was at a. Uh, oh no, because you didn't end up coming to um when we when we was in Detroit. You ain't, you wasn't at uh, hockey town. We was at Hockey Town, dog, and they literally was in the middle of Hockey Town having a whole oh, I remember that. argument. Yeah. You, yeah, I remember you, that. Because they had, it, I remember they that had the argument again when we was in a hotel, right? Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, let's not even dredge this shit back up. Just right. Let's keep it pushing. But, okay. I got you. Let's get back um, to the hoeing. Right, right, right. No, but I do believe... That's a safer that, talk. Yeah, it is much safer talk. Right? Um. <clears throat> But yeah, you can be. Uh, I forgot what where, where I was leading to before I got to talking about the female shit. You were saying that you can be in a situation where it Mario jumped to the top of the flagpole. 
Yeah, you can be. I'm saying you can be a non-sexual. You can be in a non-sexual situation where sexual harm would benefit you. I do think it. I, I do believe that it happens in all types of situations. I don't believe you're supposed to use it to your advantage to manipulate a person at all. But I think women do it to their men. Men do it to their women. Um, women do it. You know what I mean? Like I said, we we both do it on both sides of the of the, of the, the line to climb the financial ladder, to climb the social ladder. Sometimes it's just depending on how you do it. And I ain't saying you just out here. Fucking, fucking, fucking. But sometimes we align ourselves with people who may not be people we normally would. Sometimes you got to get that ass up. Sometimes you got to... All, all niggas have <laughs> gave... Listen, every nigga has given the dig up to some old bitch he really didn't want to. You don't fuck with none of you niggas say. Or at least you got really close to doing so. And you did it because you knew that either A... This is going to get me to this point. It might not even be like the end all be all, but it might help you skip a few steps. You might got the cheat code for a few levels, maybe even one. But if you can finesse it, you can. And so I do think, yeah, in non-sexual situations, in, in the sense of you can do this on your own. You can figure this out. You don't have to take the step if you don't want to. Sexual horn definitely helps. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking animals yo it's just like I was talking to somebody the other day and I was like real shit not to toot my own horn but I know for a motherfucking fact in a in a room full of people that I do not know and I know that like I'm not being accepted well let me flash this smile bitch I just made a whole room full of friends I know it and that's a, and especially if it's a room full of women that's a sexual thing I'm not saying that I'm about to sleep with these women, that I'm about to, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like a woman. If a woman's not getting the attention she needs, I guarantee she will find some slight way, not over the top, maybe not opening no extra button on the blouse or nothing, but the the pheromones will be released to make the room a softer place. And it's the same thing with men. So I'm not saying you always got to just stick your dick in, but I mean, I definitely have. But in our sexual situation, sexual horn to get you where you need to be. It just is what it is. Um, <clears throat> so, real quick, because we are almost, well, we ain't really at an hour. We're about to be at an hour. Um, I got one last question, because and the reason I asked you about the cartoon is, is the same reason I'm about to ask you this next question. I feel like in the sense of horn, there's a correlation to it, to a lot of different things. And it's not just the sex. So, what's your favorite color? Uh, black. I like it. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. That's probably kind of kind of messed up, but uh, no, black stuff. Uh, that's not messed up. Shit, that's what's up. It's definitely not the answer that I was expecting, but I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what's funny? Is like I can take that from you and be like, "Fuck yeah, I fucks with it." But then, like, has somebody else hit me with that? Depending on who this person is, it's like, like, say that emo person hits you with, "Yeah, black." You like, oh. You're such a sad person. Like, are they really, right, yeah. or do they just really yeah. like black? You know what I mean? All right, you know. And depending on who you're talking to, man, that definitely could have got real philosophical. Like, that too. I'm talking about black from the earth, from the motherland. That right. type of black. That type of black. Like, you know, getting all aggressive <laughs> and crazy with it. No, just the color black. Just oh, the color. Right. Okay. You know, you know the crayon box. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, off topic, like a motherfucker. I seen something on Twitter the other day that was like, what's the biggest flex? The um, Apple AirPods or uh, the uh, Crayola box. 
with the 150 crayons. And so, of course, everybody was like the Apple AirPods. And this one dude was like, fuck y'all talking about that Crayola box is the biggest flex. I was coloring with colors niggas never even heard of. I was like, yeah. real shit. Yeah, that's, that's back when they would give you like silver and shit. And you right. had like the uh, pencil sharpener in the back. You remember that? Had, like, Hell yeah. Sharpener in the back to sharpen your crayons. Yeah, sharpen man. your crayons and shit. You put a little paper back. Hell yeah. Niggas, that was, look, niggas got them 60 crayons and they had green, lime green, and neon yeah. green. You, got, I mean, yeah, neon green. You got that 150, niggas had forest green. Like, nigga. You know? <laughs> and like burnt sienna and shit like that. Like, All right. That came at a premium, you know. People, that, that, whoever said that had class. I think they had. <laughs> Real they shit. Had Real shit. They did. They did. They did. Yeah, at the end of every show, because it's Ken Rose versus anybody, and it's an unapologetic point of view show. I always just as much as I want to listen and know you and for me to ask questions to you, I feel like they need to know me as well. And so I give you a chance as my guest to ask me three on the spot questions that I have to answer truthfully. Man, what kind of shit? <laughs> all right, all right. Uh man, and you know it's funny. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm like, oh, shit, what's coming? I'm ready. And I'm not ready. I exactly. told you. When, you, when you, you cannot give me the ball on the fast break, even with no defenders, I don't have it. I don't got it. It's, it's not an easy two. You think it's an easy two and it's not. Um, we better have more okay. than three seconds on the clock is what you're saying. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this is a whole nother show now. Um Okay, how did uh, how'd you and your lady meet? At my job. Um, she actually came to my job. Uh, she was on a date. And, um, wow, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest flex. <laughs> <laughs> and um, well, yeah. I, was, I was assisting her with some things. And once I was, you know, once we had no more reason to communicate, I seen her talking with somebody else. And I was just like, yo, everything good. She like, yeah. So the homie walked up on me and was like, hey, you know that girl with the diamond in her teeth? I was like, who are you talking about? Like that, that girl right there. And I look, I'm like, yeah. And she was like, uh, here, she wants you to have this. And it was her number. So we um, we talked for a little bit. Long story short, we ain't really hook up off top because I was like on some other shit. And then one day she just walked in my job and she was like, I'm leaving with you. And if I don't leave with you, don't call me no more. And we've been together ever since. Why like not? Like not really like that. Like it wasn't like she was like forceful or on some weird, weird shit or nothing like that. We had had interaction before that, but it was more. You know, what I mean, I don't want to make her sound weird or no shit. Like that. <laughs> no, I get it. You made it seem like like I'm thinking she kidnapped you or some shit. Like, nah, oh, you don't take me home, nigga. It was just more of a thing of the energy was there, and I was always like, nah, I'm good because I was I was on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? I just and you know because it wasn't I was good because there was nothing wrong with her. Boy, please. I was I was like, I was wondering I was like where the fuck how you ooh okay <laughs> you like all right, me. All, right, all, right. all right all right all right all right I'm with it but nah so <laughs> yeah that's how we met though what's up what's up you would think that while you were answering that question I would be thinking of question number two right it happens to everybody no okay I got you question number two have you seen a good movie or read a good book lately and if so what was it. Um, lately, so currently I'm reading a couple different books. Um, 
um, I always used to talk back in the day about this book called The Map of the Sky. Well, well there's a trilogy. So I just went and bought um, The Map of Time and The Map of Chaos. So I'm currently reading those. Um, I'm also in the middle of reading uh, the Gnostic Gospel because I just think that a different perspective of the Bible is dope. I just kind of want to see what it's, what, you know, where it's from or what they're talking about. And I found... Uh, um, not an original, but like a really dope version. I'm a huge Alice in Wonderland fan. So I'm reading that again just because. Movie-wise, the last good movie I saw, you know, that Spencer Confidentially shit was okay. I like that shit. That was was pretty funny. It was pretty funny from from the, it was good. The action was good. It was funny from the standpoint that they didn't go too over the top. It wasn't like, Bullshit funny. It wasn't like, yo, y'all making all these lame ass jokes for no reason. You know what I'm saying? It was it was pretty good. So I fucked with that. But all right, all right. I'm trying to think of a good, good movie. I fell asleep at the Invisible Man, but I think that's because I was drunk. Um I don't know, man. I, I watched Harriet. I finally seen Harriet. I watched that with the old lady. That was pretty good. But I didn't, you know, okay, I didn't okay. yeah, I seen that lady shit. So I'll say that. I watched Harriet. That shit was good. That shit was good as hell, actually. All right, for sure, for sure. You know what we did? Oh, watch that kind of sucked, but I understood the premise and I understood why everybody loved it. Parasite. Oh man, come on, bro. Okay. We're not gonna have you that conversation. Like Parasite? You I like Parasite, man? I, I liked it. I didn't like how long it took. I felt like we could have got there way shorter. But I did like the fact that a family that was in the ghetto found a way to finesse some rich people, and at all costs. And at all costs, even killing an old bitch that found the nigga that, that was housing her husband in the basement to keep him alive. Hey, hey, even hey, hey, that hey, 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 buddy. Hey, hey. Spoiler <laughs> warning. People might not have seen it. Yeah, my hey. bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Shit. But I just say at all costs, they did what they had to do to make sure they stayed together and stayed out the hood. So I did appreciate that part. I just thought it was what. So I ain't going to say it sucked. It was just extremely too long. But anyway, go ahead. And then... uh Question number three. Why did you just spoil this movie for so many? No, I'm talking shit. <laughs> Question number three. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I had a... Okay. All right. So we don't know how long this uh, current plague is going to last. What's one skill that you would like to come out of this quarantine with? Say, let's say, let's say that this shit lasts just... I don't even want to say that. Let's just say it lasts for a while. What would be the one skill that you need to come out of this thing with or that you would want to learn? Something new? Yeah. Because mm, I just already did that, so I can't use that. And that ain't really a skill. You honestly know what, bro? Um, I said this on another show, too, and I, I, I probably should just do it. Something with, like, <clears throat> cybersecurity, I guess. Maybe. I mean, you can't come out of this with that. I guess that's yeah, because you got to think about something. Well, I mean, I guess I could. Like, so are you saying like something like if I just sat down and took it online or something that I just want to learn on my own? No, just not just not necessarily just even in the real world sense. Literally anything like maybe you oh, okay. learn how to fucking weed wicker baskets. Just literally uh, anything. I feel you. I feel you. Then honestly, shit. With what this is taught a nigga, I'm gonna be real, and I'm gonna answer your question, but I'm gonna try to be real quick about it. This is taught a nigga that any given time shit could go down. I remember the nigga that opened the weed college said that he opened it because he needed to always have a recession-proof business, something that's always gonna excel. If I could come out of just knowing how to make like real good like moonshine, why not? 
Niggas always gonna want to drink, and this is the time when niggas gonna want to drink the most. When niggas get ready to kill each other, they gonna always want to be fucked up. Why not know how to make the illegal <laughs> alcohol? Because ain't nobody else gonna have nothing. Shit gonna be shut down. Real shit. I mean, coming out of this, I mean, because I think going into the real world, like you said, like outside of, because a nigga could sit down, pay the money, get a cert, come out, boom, you come out on the other side, you got something to now start shopping yourself. Anybody could do that, right? But if the world just shuts down and the barter system really happens or there's there's a situation where the Hunger Games really comes about, who got that lit? You're going to be a hot commodity. Now you are going to have an X on your back, but... (laughs) You're going to be the only nigga getting dollars. So, yep. If I can learn how to make... I'm saying, because you said not, not not nothing that's like real world use right now. So, in that it sense... Yeah, in that it's sense, then, yeah, I'm taking the... In real world, I would probably try to get like a security cert, like a, um, a internet security, you know what I mean? Doing something with like IT. But in, a, in, in like the doom motherfucking uh, Badlands, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the liquor nigga. Me and Mad Max. I was just about to say, shit is looking like uh, looking like we living in these plague times now. It's doom times now, so you might want to get on that moonshine shit. Exactly. My, look, my brother taught me how to make Mama Whooper when I was younger. I'd fuck with it. You just got to know what to do. i get it back up. Shit. Fuck that. But anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> For real, dude. That would be the skill. But anyhow, um, again, man, this is Penrose versus anybody. Those are three questions that, that, that you know, I just wanted you to ask me on the spot because I do want everybody to feel, I don't know, I just like the show to be open, be welcome, let's have fun, let's talk. Um, before we do get up out of here, do you have anything profound or silly or whatever that you would like to tell the world? Or just anything in general? Uh, nigga, you put me on the spot twice. Uh <laughs> I would, but then, no, this is the second question. So, technically, this is, like, my fourth time getting put on the spot. Um, <laughs> do I have anything to tell people? Yeah, I'll tell you something. It, it, fucking use this time as wisely as you possibly can. You got to keep your your mind and your body active. You shouldn't just be sitting around in front of the TV all day, every day. You got to use your time a little bit more wisely, I think, versus just being in front of a screen all fucking day. Uh, you would be doing that in the regular world. So now that things are kind of flipped over, is I think giving people a time to reinvest their time. So fucking do something with it, man. Get them out in front of that fucking TV. Real shit. And, and, and that's that's what I got to say. Real shit. I mean, because... That's, that's real shit. That's, that's what Rest Face has for you, a lecture. Like, hey, that's, like, nah, that's real shit, though. Because think about the people I, who, who are just going to sit in front of the TV the entire time. They're going to come out yeah, of this way worse. You know what I mean? In a sense. I'm talking to people. They're like, yeah, I just watched all of, of Ozark season three. I'm like, fuck, bro. This shit just came out like four hours ago. How did you finish this shit already? Like, people, get out, get from out in front of this TV, man. Yeah. Do something. Go take a walk. Go, uh, I don't know. Go do something. Go ride a bike. Niggas still got to work out and do something, right? Exactly. So, I'm, that's it. That's what I'm about to do as soon as we get off here. It's good to get this recording out early in the morning. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, again, this has been another episode of Penrose versus Anybody. That's my homeboy, Russ Face, original Grom Lord. Um, the red mic, actually. Shout out. <laughs> Niggas taking it back to the old school. Um, you know. <clears throat> before we get up out of here, positive. Uh, well, again, um, real quick, because I'm. You, you, you want to let them know where they can find you? Or you like, fuck all that? No. 
No, don't find me. Don't oh, find well, me. No, I mean, I don't, I don't really have any like real presence online. I got an Instagram. If you wanna, I don't really be on it though. Just full disclosure. So if anybody follows it, don't expect a whole lot. Uh, but it's uh, Face Russ at Face Russ. So I mean, if you want to follow my Instagram, you can. But nothing's going on on it. So then, then you got so. some dope ass pictures on that Instagram page. Don't let them fool you. Um, <laughs> shout out to the homie Russ Face. Shout out to the Grind Lord. Shout out to Stabo. Shout out to BJ. Shout out to me. God damn it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being my guest, man. Like I said, first ten episodes. Everybody that's on the first ten episodes is somebody that's dopely dope to me and super appreciative and super dope in my life so thank you for being on my show of um, course man anytime yeah no doubt no doubt i appreciate you man uh before we get up out of here positive oh well again you can find me on twitter at penrose everywhere else at penrose find the show on twitter at penrose versus any and you can email me at penrose at gmail.com before we get up out of here positive note of the day it's 9.14 in the morning. At 9.14 in the morning, I've probably done more in the last two hours than I did all the day yesterday. Is that good or is that bad? That's up for you to decide, but not on my life, on yours. Anytime you point fingers, there's four pointing back at you. Look at yourself, decide what needs to be fixed, decide what's okay, and decide what you're overthinking. Sometimes we beat ourselves up because we think that the world is looking at us harder than we're looking at ourselves, and they're really not. Love yourself, be kind to yourself, and treat yourself just like you attempt to treat the rest of the world. My name is Penrose Eames. This has been another episode of Penrose vs. Anybody. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. I love you all. We out. Peace.